Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. Sit somewhere else. Yeah, there are lots of more serious issues to talk about around here uh, today, but I think this is something that is a major indicator of just how stupid human beings have become. But if you think it's a good idea to take your four-year-old kid to a Major League Baseball game, here's a tip. Don't sit in the area where he or she can get hit by a 105-mile-an-hour line drive, okay? That's what happened in Houston last night during a game between the Astros and the Cubs. The Cubs center fielder, uh, Albert Almara, is ripped, uh, he ripped one into the seats uh, just past the third base dugout, and it hit a four-year-old girl. And her dad carried her out of the park, and everybody was upset, obviously. It was a n- nasty scene at the ballpark. Everything came to a stop. Even the, uh, the player who hit the ball was in tears, Almora, and... Uh, and now we're hearing the calls for, what else? More netting. Now, every team has netting now to the end. Of, that's every team in the major leagues has netting now to the end of the dugouts. But this happened a little bit down the left field line. Now, a New York Times story asked the question, does baseball need more netting? Uh, somehow baseball lasted over 100 years with no netting, but now there's not enough netting, even though every... Uh, ballpark has netting all the way down the line past the or to the end of the dugout at least now here's the stupidity it ain't about the netting it's about the stupidity of the parents who thought it was a good idea to sit in those seats with a four-year-old girl who probably had no idea what she was supposed to be watching she's four okay she doesn't know why she's there the girl's okay by the way which is Obviously, the main thing, she's fine. I don't know about fine, but she's not seriously hurt. But you can be sure that 99% of the conversation on this has been, will be, about the need for more netting. And I may be the only person you'll hear uh, calling out the parents for their stupidity. Sit somewhere else or leave the kid at home. Or here's an idea. Don't kid yourself about how much a four-year-old enjoys a Major League Baseball game. Now, maybe he or she will be fascinated, you know, by the sights and sounds for a few minutes. I mean, it's a big deal. You're in a ballpark, and you know what that's like. There's a lot of noise and activity, and maybe it's exciting for a kid. She thinks she's at the circus. I don't know. Maybe she does have some idea of what's going on in a baseball game, but she has a minimal idea of what's to be ha- what's going to be happening at the game and what she should be watching. So people say it all the time to me when I wonder about when I see pictures. Of, I'm watching a ball game and I see a shot of a, um, an adult with an infant in his or her arms at a baseball game. And I, I, just, I just don't get it. Uh, but don't kid yourself that, uh, and make, you know, to, to think that this kid really loves it. Because that's what I hear people say. My kid loves it there. Uh, well, you don't know. He, when I take him or her to the game, they just think it's great. Well, here's something for you. Uh, you know what else your four-year-old would love? Playing in the dumpster outside the ballpark. If you took him down to PNC Park and put him in a dumpster, a four-year-old, probably, and you know, as long as he wasn't afraid, he'd probably have a pretty good time in there until you took him out. But that doesn't, wouldn't mean that it would be a good idea to put him in there. It's, he's four. It's not that hard for him to be entertained, okay? Uh, so try that. The sad thing is that everybody else who was sitting in that section last night in Houston was aware that a ball could come flying in there at 100 miles an hour. You know who wasn't aware that that could happen? Probably the only person in that section that wasn't aware that it was a possibility that uh, she could get hit by a ball. The little girl who got hit by the ball, because she's four. Uh, other people close to sit, uh, chose to sit there, uh, close to her, without a net. The little girl was put there by her parents. And you know what else it is? It's selfish. 
If you want to take a four-year-old somewhere to have a lot of fun, try a park. You know, the kind with swings, maybe a slide. Uh, I don't know if they're still allowed to have monkey bars, but, you know, if they have those, maybe. Uh, It won't be nearly as much fun for you as going to see the Astros and the Cubs, but it will be fun for her or him. So be prepared to hear about how Major League Baseball hasn't gone far enough to protect their fans, but don't expect to hear too many people talk about the stupidity of bringing a four-year-old to a game, much less wasting a box seat on one and then sitting in those seats with a four-year-old. And this may not be a major issue right now, but it's a perfect example of just how stupid the human race has become. In our next half hour, we're going to talk about even more stupidity. When we come back after the break, uh, uh, we're going to do that. But, uh, I mean, first of all, in the next half hour, we're going to talk about more stupidity. But when we come back after this break, you're going to hear from Elizabeth Warren, and she's going to tell you all about the free stuff she has planned for you. It's really, you know, dumb. We're talking to Rocky Blyer. He's involved with the Miracle League of Moon Township and the construction of a Miracle League athletic field. The fields are designed to make it possible for kids with special needs to play sports. Every child, no matter what the situation, deserves a chance to be able to play, to compete, and have a place that's safe, takes care of needs, that's organized. This will be the fourth Miracle League field that will be built. Now we've got four places to be able to travel, so it broadens the whole interest of sports. It's just terrific for community to do that. There's a buddy system I thought was pretty impressive. What's that all about? Kids with special needs have a buddy, a, a child who's in school. It's like having an older brother or sister involved with you. So it's really good in that everybody has human dignity of being able to participate. The website is miraclesinmoon.org. Check it out and let's help make this dream a reality. Hey, Rocky, thanks, and uh, we'll be talking hey. to you again about this project. Appreciate you coming on to talk about it. Thank you for having me. All right, man. Take it, it easy. Thanks. Rocky Blyer, right, and we'll be right back. Hi, Hugh Hewitt here for PatriotMobile.com. I need you to go and switch today to PatriotMobile.com forward slash Hugh. Let me tell you why. Big Mobile is supporting the left. You know, I'm talking about AT&T, Verizon. They cut big checks to the big left, and they do it every year, year in and year out, decade after decade, but not Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is the country's only conservative cell phone company. A portion of every one of your bills goes to support conservative causes, the Second Amendment, pro-life causes, conservative activism at the Heritage Foundation. They also have unlimited talk and text plans starting as low as $25 a month, so don't wait. At Patriot Mobile, a young company, more than $2 million has already been used to support your constitutional rights. Imagine what we can do with you on our side when you switch to Patriot Mobile. Join me to stop the left and switch to Patriot Mobile today. We need you now more than ever. Visit PatriotMobile.com forward slash Hugh. That's PatriotMobile.com forward slash Hugh. Getting close to retirement? Experienced a nice Trumponomics bump in your portfolio? Well, we know the market goes up, and unfortunately, we also know it goes down. Don't risk your retirement to market whims. Learn how you can lock in those gains today by spending time with the team at Marley Financial. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial can help you design a retirement plan that is bulletproof against the market's ups and downs. The team at Marley Financial uses a multitude of different techniques to make sure that you have a retirement plan that is tax-friendly, stable, and worry-free. Oh, and speaking of taxes, did you know that Marley Financial can handle that too? With all the changes in the tax laws, be sure you're taking advantage of the best possible deduction and make sure you know what adjustments to make for your overall financial picture going forward. Call today for a no-obligation consultation to see just how for 25 years the clients at Marley Financial have never had a retirement plan fail. Call 724-884-1496 today. 724-884-1496 or visit them at Marley fg.com maybe you'd like to know what exactly relief factor is it was created by doctors it's a 100 drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has it's easy to swallow four little capsules in each packet like the packet that i carry with me at all times three packets a day for a week then two packets a day for two weeks and i have just described the three-week quick start 
And you will know in three weeks. That's the beauty of it. Whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. So, uh... Just following up on what we had in that first segment, uh, and I'm sure you're going to be seeing, if you get home tonight and put the news on wherever you watch it, uh, you're going to be seeing something about this little girl being hurt and uh, hit by the baseball. And as I said, you'll be mostly hearing about how mean Major League Baseball is for not having more netting or how irresponsible Major League Baseball teams are for not doing a better job of protecting uh, their paying customers. Uh, so the New York Times has had a story, and um, it's the, the headline was uh, something like, uh, does baseball need more netting? But uh, And it goes on to describe what I described to you before the break about the, the Astros uh, hitter hitting a line drive down the third base line uh, beyond the dugout and hit a, two, a four-year-old girl, and she was taken out of the stadium, and uh, everybody was upset, obviously. So... Um, the episode. This is this is from the New York Times story. The episode, and I remember what, what I when I said before the break about the just the idea of of taking a four year old uh, to a baseball game. Number one, but number two, uh, and even more important than that, is taking a, a four year old to a baseball game and sitting in seats where line drives come uh, at you uh, at any time. Uh, the episode brought renewed anguish for Jeffrey Jacobson. It was his daughter, weeks shy of her second birthday, who was hospitalized with multiple facial fractures and bleeding on the brain after being hit by a foul ball at Yankee Stadium on September 17th, 2017. Now, I don't know where they were sitting, but uh, for her to be injured that much, the ball had to be coming at a pretty good pace, and so they were probably pretty close to home plate. The, the, the little kid who got hurt was two years old what do you take a two-year-old to a baseball game for unless you're just selfishly looking for a way to have some fun yourself and bring your kid with you because there's i could come up with a thousand things that a kid would rather do a two-year-old than be at a baseball game anyway it says uh, jacobson says heartbreaking uh, Jacobson said on Thursday in a, few, a phone interview, calling on MLB to extend netting to the foul poles at all foul poles at all stadiums. Obviously, it stirs up a lot of emotion and it's very upsetting. You hope their daughter is okay, but you can't help but think it's so unnecessary. It's like reliving it all over again. It's all over the news, the photographs, presumably her father carrying her out of the stands. It didn't have to happen, and I couldn't agree with him more. It wouldn't have happened if. He wouldn't have been stupid enough to bring his two-year-old daughter to a baseball game and sit in those seats, or this guy who last night, whose four-year-old daughter had to be taken to the hospital because he made the decision to bring his kid and sit at a game in, that, in those seats. If you're going to bring your kid to a game, uh, a two-year-old kid to a game, for whatever reason you be bringing a kid, uh, sit in the outfield. Sit directly behind home plate where, the, where you're definitely going to be behind a screen. Uh, and now that they have the nets, okay, sit by where the netting is. But for anybody who's been injured at a baseball game over the last, I don't know, 25, 50, 100 years, if if you brought a two-year-old and sat down those, there in those seats with a kid that age, you shouldn't be surprised if your kid gets hurt. doesn't mean that you know you deserve it or that uh, you, know, you, you got what you asked for. It just is it's a major... Um, it raises a lot of questions about your judgment that you would bring your kid and sit there with a the game. But again, that's one thing. This is over. The kid's fine. That's great. But it's the coverage of this. You are going to hear nothing but discussion about the netting and the need for more safety. And you will hear little, if any, discussion about the judgment of the parents for sitting there with the kid in the first place. And and I'm talking about coming from sports people who you would think would know would would as soon as they saw a kid get hit by a line drive in those seats, 
I don't know. The, my first reaction is, what what are they doing down there with that kid sitting in those seats? That's my first reaction. Um, but now, I guess you're you're supposed to blame the the team for uh, not uh, having netting, which they didn't have for I don't know since about 1900. They haven't had netting, so you know, 120 years. There's no need for netting, but now there is because people are stupidly bringing little kids, babies, toddlers. As a two-year-old, an infant, I think that qualifies as an infant. Uh, It's a toddler at at best to sit in the seats where the ball is going to come flying in there 100 miles an hour. So that's that. But I I had to say that because as soon as I saw the story last night, I knew that we were going to get more of this. And um, it's going to be all on the netting and nothing on the parents because who wants who wants to actually have you know personal responsibility? Okay, speaking of that, uh, you don't want to have to ever pay for anything, right? So everything you want everything to be free. Well, guess who was on the View today? Uh, Elizabeth Warren, who uh, from what I hear, she's now moved into third place in the uh, in the running for the Democrat nomination. I heard today, she's right behind uh, Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. She's I think sixty six years old, which makes her the kid among those three, among uh, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. But uh, she was on the View today, and are you ready for all the free stuff she has for you on education? Uh- I want to see student loan debt forgiveness for 95% of our folks who got student That will help close the racial wealth gap. I want to see $50 billion put into the historically black colleges and universities. Helps level the playing field. Uh, on housing, I want to see 3 million new housing units built all across the country, but also attack racial redlining head-on and try to make some changes on that. And my proposal is a two-cent wealth tax on the top one-tenth of one percent, your 50 millionth and first dollar. you got to pitch in two cents and two cents for everyone after that. And with that, we can cancel student loan debt for about 95 percent of the people who have it. Wow. And now, finally... We can do so much more. Two cents. We can not only do that, we can also provide universal, tuition-free, technical school, two-year college, and four-year college for every one of our kids who wants to get an education. Plus, we can do universal child care for every baby age zero to five. Universal pre-K for every three-year-old and four-year-old in this country and raise the wages of every child care worker and preschool teacher to the level. You know what's going to happen. Yay! Did you hear the people cheering? You know, I cut it off right before she got to the free pants for everybody. Everybody, I, I will be able to have a free pair of pants for every person in America. I'm holding out for the shoes and the pants. Um... <laughs> And did they, and by the way, it's on the view. So I, I, this is a clip. I did not watch it. I can't. Every once in a while, I'll watch walk by the television, and my wife has been known to watch that show, and I will like be exposed to the show and Joy Behar, and I, I take about twelve seconds of it, and I'm bailing. I got, I, I, I break my fingers getting to the remote to change it. But so I didn't watch the show, but I, I maybe I just have a sneaking suspicion that. Nobody on the panel there, unless it would be Megan McCain, but none of the others would say to her, uh, Betty, Elizabeth, um, how are you going to pay for this? I mean, well, she says there's take two, two cents of after the first $50 billion. And, uh, and, and so if my, I guess my advice would be if you are a college student or the parent of a college student, get out to the bank and borrow some money, lots of money. I mean, tons of money. And if you can figure out a way to borrow the money and say that it's for a student loan, but not you know, be obligated to actually take the money and use it for a student loan, go buy yourself a nice car, take a big vacation, and then just wait for uh, Betty Warren to tell you you don't have to pay it back. Just let I me mean, think about Just get out there and borrow some money. Get out there, get to the bank, tell them it's for college. 
Uh, tell your kid it's for college. Tell them not to worry about it. We're going to get Elizabeth Warren elected president, and all the student debt's going to be gone because the people who make $50 million a year are uh, going to pay for it. And it's only going to cost them two cents on every dollar that they make after $50 million. Why hasn't somebody thought of that before? It's so simple. Free, free stuff for everybody and just get the people who make over $50 million to pay for everything. This is such a simple thing. I don't understand why it hasn't happened before. Uh, and all, while we're on the subject of stupidity, which we uh, seem to, that seems to be the theme today, uh, what are you doing for dinner tonight? I mean, if you don't have a date, or if you're you know you, you're driving home from work and you haven't decided what you're going to do for dinner tonight, you could you could go to a uh, a race to dinner. That's R A C E two, the number two dinner. Uh, these are two women named Regina. Regina, Regina, and uh, Sarah, S-A-I-R-A, um, and it's called Race to Dinner, and here's what it says on the website. Uh, are you really ready to join us? You go to the dinner, if you're a white woman, you go to the dinner and they yell at you for being white and having, and blame, they blame you for everything that's wrong in their lives. This dinner is, this is on from the website, Race to Dinner. This dinner is not for you or about you. The dinner will be painful, uncomfortable, maddening, and upsetting. You can get that at home, right? <laughs> but what, what you'll experience listening to our stories doesn't come close to the pain of living as a brown or black woman in America. And now it's in, in uh, bold letters. Are you truly ready to join? Then it says, uh, you know, you want to you plan your race to dinner. This is, that is where the race to dinners come in here. Um, and it says, white women, colon, we are talking about you. We are talking about your complicity in upholding white supremacy and keeping us brown and black women down. You like to think this is the stuff of Fox News, but it is more than that. It is a multifaceted, complete system that functions in all areas, economic, political, educational, health, religion, War, media advertising, entertainment, labor, law, and every other system, which all work to keep all things in place that support white supremacy. Everything out there is there to support your white supremacy. I'm adding that. Then it says, our, our goal is to dig out the tumor called white privilege, power, control, and reveal it for what it is, an even more sinister and toxic form of racism. You are an integral part of the system. It is time for you to own that. Now, again, this is um, an invitation for you to come. To, I don't know who pays. I don't know if they buy your dinner or if you buy. Or who's Like who picks up the check? I don't know. But you get to go to the dinner and listen to this, this, this uh, nonsense from these two women. And the, the best thing about this is that these people... These two people, these two women, are arrogant enough to believe, well, maybe I shouldn't say this, they actually think that somebody's going to take them up on it. It's like a white woman's going to come across this website and say, you know, that looks like a pretty good idea. Let me call Aaron up, and we i got nothing to do uh, tomorrow night. Let's go to dinner uh, with, uh, what did I say their names were? Regina and uh, Sarah. And uh, let's have them yell at us for, I don't know, for an hour or so. You know, uh, could you could you excuse me? Could you pass the could you pass the asparagus uh, while you're if I can get a word in here edgewise? I'm sorry for everything, by the way. I apologize. It's uh, it's my fault. I'm a white supremacist. Everything that you've every problem in your life is my fault. Uh, could you pass the peas, please? Unbelievable. This is just so. And the mission. Our mission is simple. Reveal the naked truth about racism in America and your complicity as white women. You're, you're complicit. Aaron's in there. She's a white woman. She's sitting in there behind the glass. She's the producer. And she's complicit. And you need to go to dinner. I'm, I'm going to get you uh, set up with a dinner with these two women, and you can report back to me, Aaron, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. All right. And uh, we'll be right back with even, believe it or not, more stupidity. Stick around. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Commander-in-Chief has addressed the 61st graduating class at the United States Air Force Academy. 
President Trump calling the nearly thousand graduating cadets American patriots. You exemplify the grit, the guts, and the grace that make America's Air Force by far the best in the world. He offered this assurance. I am committed to keeping our military the best trained, best equipped, and most technologically advanced fighting force anywhere under the sun. The president adding the country is respected again. Correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Family members of recovery workers who died after digging through smoldering ruins joined city officials Thursday at a dedication ceremony for a new section of the September 11, 2001 memorial at the World Trade Center in Lower Manhattan. On Wall Street, the Dow by 43 points. This is SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Ah, the copperhead snake. It hisses before attacking. But that's not a copperhead. That's the Sullivan's RV freshwater tank overflowing into their black one, which is backing into their vent pipe, making for a very different kind of attack. One that arrives just in time for taco night. It's wild out there. When it gets too wild, be covered. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Larry Elder knows why Mueller doesn't want to testify publicly. Here's the deal. Mueller feels he's already testified. He wrote a 400-plus page report on the investigation. Everything's in there. Interviewed all those witnesses, took all those depositions, had all those investigators, spent $25, $30 million. Why do I need to come and testify again? What's the point? The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7, right before Joe Walsh at 9 on AM 1250. The Answer. Pella has done it again with our brand new lifestyle series. Pella can customize window replacement solutions room by room. Imagine bedroom and bathroom windows with shades between the glass, a room darkening experience for sleep in one room, and beautiful privacy in the other. Pella Lifestyle Series is the number one performing wood window and patio door. For a limited time, get 50% off installation in 12 months, no payments, no interest. Call 888-77-PELLA or PellaPittsburgh.com. Hunt Associates is your resource for examining the important financial aspects for your retirement plan. Listen to our podcast radio show, Hunt for Retirement, by visiting GWHunt.com. On this week's edition of Hunt for Retirement, we discuss securing lifetime income. Text HUNT to 555 555- 888 or visit gwhunt.com to listen to the podcast now or call 844-366-HUNT for a free copy of the book, Income Allocation, and a free retirement income report. One in seven men is diagnosed with prostate cancer in his lifetime. The good news? When caught early, it can be treated. The bad? All treatment options have side effects like impotence, urinary leakage, and rectal bleeding. New Space Ore Hydrogel is FDA cleared and clinically proven to help. Men receiving Space Ore Hydrogel are more likely to maintain their normal sexual, urinary, and bowel functions. Visit spaceoar.org or ask your doctor about Space Ore Hydrogel. You're an insurance agent. You're also an entrepreneur looking to grow. And what better way to grow than by being your own boss? Owning your own Farmers Insurance Agency has been called one of the best small business opportunities in America. With a nationally respected brand, award-winning training, and your personal experienced business coach, your opportunity to grow is unlimited. No franchise fees required. Visit BeAFarmersAgent.com and start growing. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Use plenty of caution out there. Still a lot of streets and roads flooded and down trees to watch out for. We do also have delays on the Parkway East, outbound 2nd Avenue, out to Edgewood, Swissvale. Inbound heavy boulevard of the Allies to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West, you're slowing down outbound. Sawmill Run Boulevard to Carnegie and also outbound from 79 out to 60. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
A flash flood watch is in effect until 11 o'clock this evening. We'll have a shower, locally heavy thunderstorm around for the evening hours tonight, and we'll turn out partly cloudy later on, along with some areas of fog, low 58. Clouds and sun tomorrow with a passing shower, high 76. Saturday, a couple of showers and a heavy gusty thunderstorm will be around for the afternoon, high Saturday 79. With your Iraqi weather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Now it's time for some transgender stupidity. The Supreme Court was offered a chance to bring some sanity to the situation, but it passed recently. It's a story we told you about a few months ago, and it got the attention of the Alliance Defending Freedom. Christiana Holcomb is a legal counsel for ADF. She joins us now. Christiana, thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. So on Tuesday, the Supreme Court refused to take up the case of Doe versus Boyertown. Um, what is the case, and why is this important? Sure. Well, back in the 2016-2017 school year, a local Pennsylvania high school district decided, without notifying parents and without notifying students, that it was going to open up student restrooms and locker rooms and potentially even shower facilities to members of the opposite sex. So students could use whatever bathroom of the gender with which they identify, regardless of their actual biological sex. Um, unfortunately, again, didn't inform students, didn't get their input. So two male students, for example, were changing in their locker room and were half undressed, looked up and realized there was a girl standing there also changing. Similarly, one of my female students, Alexis Lightcap, um, walked into the girl's bathroom, looked up and realized there was a guy standing there in her bathroom. Now, all of these students immediately knew something was wrong. They took it to their school administration and said, hey, what's going on here? We think there's been a mistake. We're not sure why they're in here. And the school administration essentially came back and said, this is the way it is. This is our new policy. You have to tolerate it. Regardless of your privacy concerns or however uncomfortable you feel, this is the new policy that we've implemented. Now, I know you can't read their minds, but I'm just wondering what you think. Um, are, would a school take this position, in, in your opinion, because they really believe that's the way it should be or because they believe that they just there's no way they can beat it and uh, legally they have no nowhere to stand? Or hide. Really difficult to say, and my guess would be that even internal to the school district, there probably are differing opinions there. But what we do know is that school administrators have a duty to all of the students in their care, and that duty is to protect every single student's right to privacy. They can infringe on the privacy of some students in order to provide other students with what they desire. The other thing to your legal point, though, is they're actually violating federal law and constitutional law in the process. So every one of us has a right to bodily privacy. The whole point of having, you know, men and women's restrooms and locker rooms and shower areas is because we have privacy. It matters, and it particularly matters to teenagers and as they're, you know, growing up and in, uh, in, in pretty vulnerable moments there. So it violates constitutional law, violates federal law, um, and we're deeply disappointed that the Supreme Court chose not to take up the case at this time. But that that's um, that all makes sense to me, but the... The lower court uh, disagreed and sided with the school, right? It did. It did. Now, this was very early in the case on what's called a motion for preliminary injunction. And yes, the Third Circuit Court of Appeals um, essentially decided that the students' privacy didn't matter <laughs> and that the, the right of these other kids to go into a bathroom or into a locker room of the opposite sex somehow trumps the personal bodily right to privacy, which we fundamentally disagree with. Well, that's now that brings me to another question, uh, and we're talking to Christiana Holcomb. She's legal counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom. How is the right – first of all, you say it's a constitutional – before I get to my uh, question, you say it's a constitutional right to uh, bodily privacy, body privacy. Uh, where is that in the Constitution, just so I know? I mean, where, if you were going to be citing it – uh, where would that be? Again, there is a, a fundamental right to bodily privacy that exists um, as a matter of due process. Mm -hmm. And no one should have that taken away, particularly by a powerful school administration against kids, teenagers, yeah. you know, those who've been entrusted to their care. So, um, but my guess, so my question is, how is the right to bodily privacy going to survive if it's determined as it's being determined 
these days that your body has nothing to do with your sex, and they're basically saying there's nothing to be embarrassed about. If you say you're a, a, a woman, and I say, if I say I'm a woman, and I walk into the uh, women's locker room, you're not supposed to be um, feel like your privacy is being violated because I'm a woman. Well, that's why this is such an important issue. And in fact, it is an issue that, Boyertown aside, uh, the Supreme Court is actually taking up this question later this fall, um, probably in October of this year. It's taken up one of ADF's cases called um, Harris Funeral Homes. And in that case, it's going to answer the question of, in federal law and constitutional law, does biological sex, does sex mean male and female as it has always meant and, and was always intended to mean throughout federal law, or can courts redefine it to be gender identity, which is you know a person's subjective beliefs about their gender. So again, while we're disappointed that the U.S. Supreme Court decided not at this point to take up the Boyertown case, it will be addressing this question next fall. And we're optimistic that the Supreme Court will affirm what we've already known and what common sense teaches us, which is that biological sex is male and female, regardless mm-hmm. of what you believe about your gender. Well, the, did the Supreme Court the, do the? Does the Supreme Court in cases like this does it give a reason, or just doesn't? Just says no, thanks. We're not. We're, we're not considering it. Well, when the court declines to take up a case, it generally doesn't give a reason, and it did not do so in this case. But, you know, it, again, it's not the end of the issue, and this is, in some respects, to be expected. This, this is the first student privacy case of its kind to have ever been presented for the Supreme Court to consider. Oh. And commonly, the Supreme Court likes... Um, cases, new cases, new legal issues to sort of percolate in the court system for a little while before it addresses it. So again, we don't know um, the reasoning behind the court's decision, but again, it decided not to take it, but that is not the end of the road for the Boyertown case. So the hope is that that the Supreme Court will take up a similar case, either the one you mentioned. Uh, I saw another story where there was one where a a girl who identifies as a boy um, was suing a school because the school wanted her to use a gender-neutral bathroom. And she, I, for, I don't know what the, her reason was, but that was, that was part of the lawsuit. Uh, are you familiar with that case? You know, not off the top of my head, but yeah. what I will say is the Supreme Court certainly will address this question in the near future. Again, it's already agreed to take up a very similar case this fall, and we would expect to have that decision you know, within the next year or so. And Boyertown, um, although you know, the Supreme Court is not taking it up at this point, it was very early in the trial stage um, that we took up the appeal. So it's actually headed back down to the lower courts right now and can then proceed forward from there. So we expect that clarity from the court at one point or another. Now, when the, if and when the court would rule with... with I think you and I agree on would be common sense. Um, what happens after that? What happens with all the? Uh, what happens with? Um, I mean, how far reaching would it be? We have issues here with uh, sports, with uh, men, biological men competing against women. We had a woman, uh, a man, win the women's uh, division two uh, four hundred meter hurdles over the weekend. Um, wow. is this, will it? Would it? Would it stretch all the way over and, and cover all that stuff and the Title Nine? issues? Yeah, entirely speculative at this point. It all depends on how the court addresses the issue, what its opinion um, looks like, how it analyzes it. But I, I do know the Supreme Court will have to address this question of at, at a bottom level, in federal law, does sex mean what it has always meant, male and female, or are we going to allow this broad redefinition into gender identity? Once the court decides that, it will have massive ramifications across all of these areas. Just as a point of discussion here, I mean, um, if someone would have uh, 20 years ago suggested to the Supreme Court, to anybody, I, I'm, I'm guessing anybody who was on the Supreme Court at that time, um, anything to do with a case like this, that would get laughed out. I mean, wouldn't it wouldn't get they wouldn't get in the building with it. Uh, but <laughs> something some, uh, the culture has changed to the point. Uh, seriously, that, I mean, this is something that nobody. If, if you would, if you uh, woke from a coma, awoke uh, from a, a a coma today after being in one for twenty years, and and you heard this discussion, you'd say, "What are you talking about? The Supreme Court <laughs> needs to decide what's a man and what's a woman." 
I mean, uh, so <laughs> so these these people who are on the court, they're in their eighties. They've been around, so they've seen this cultural change. But it's you know, is it a matter of culture or is it a matter of law? Hmm. Because the culture so has changed, right. you know. It, you're so right. And Congress, for two decades or more, has declined to redefine sex and, and to expand it to this new category of gender identity. But Congress has always been very clear that sex means male and female. Um, but at bottom, I would come back to the fact, again, student privacy matters. It's the whole point of why we have separate restrooms and locker rooms. And we're optimistic that ultimately um, our students in Boyertown will be vindicated and that privacy will be protected. Now, I have a question I want to ask you, and I'm not all that comfortable asking you, but I'm going to. Um, I, and I've asked this before, uh, at least I, I don't know if I've asked a, someone with your legal background, but um, would you be able to get around this by, by instead of having men in women's rooms, you have a room that says penis on the door and a room that says vagina on the door. You got one of these, you go in there. You got one of those, you go in there. Oh, well, um, thankfully, those are not the facts that are before us. No, but I mean, that, that's, <laughs> a ser- town, that's a serious but... <laughs> question. It's a serious question. Oh, but it goes to show just how far we've come, right? Right. This should not be complicated. The whole point of restrooms and locker rooms separated by boys and girls is because of our biological differences and yeah. to protect our individual privacy. And we hope the court ultimately will, will yeah. Uh, resolve that. Well, I guess I was trying to simplify it, you know, but we don't, we don't care what you think you are. It's what you what we see that you are. And that's uh, that's what, how we decide what room you use. It just doesn't seem to it's, it's amazing to me that it's that it's actually well, it hasn't reached the Supreme Court yet. But you're saying it's only a matter of time, right? Uh, yeah, it was only a matter of time before the Supreme Court has to address this issue, whether it's through the Boyertown case or through another another avenue. And I guess I, I'm, I'm trying to just get, uh, and I'll let you go here in a minute, but I, I'm, I'm trying to get around the whole cultural thing, because the Supreme Court, when we think of the Supreme Court, we think of um, legal issues and constitutional issues and interpreting the Constitution, but there there's a... There's a precedent, I guess, here that has existed for 5,000 years that men are men and women are women. But, you know, it's, it's, it's only changed in the last few years, actually, that this has come to the forefront. So how, how would you expect them to rule? I mean, would it be a close vote? I mean, is it a conservative liberal thing? How, is it going to break down the way all the other Supreme Court uh, uh, debates break down? Well, as it relates to the case that the court will hear in the fall, which is the Harris Funeral Homes case, I I don't think that should be a close question whatsoever. It's a very simple question presented to the court, which is, does the word sex as used in federal law mean male and female, or does it include this concept of gender identity and what a person believes about their Mm -hmm. gender? I think the answer is abundantly clear, and we're optimistic that the Supreme Court will affirm (laughs) what we all know, um, which is that no, biological sex means male and female. Okay, last question for you, because I asked you what do you think the ramification would be if they, if the, if your side wins? What if your side, what if the Supreme Court doesn't do what you think or hope it's going to do? Then what happens? I don't like to think about what <laughs> society would look like then, to be quite frank. Um, that would then mandate open restrooms and locker rooms to members of the opposite biological sex. There would be no point in having sex-segregated private spaces. I'm concerned about women's shelters and mm-hmm. you know victims of domestic abuse and rape and violence. Um, being forced to sleep alongside men. Um, there's just there's massive, massive ramifications for inserting this concept of gender identity into law. And so we're hopeful that the Supreme Court um, will help us to avoid all of those issues and, again, just affirm what we have known, as you say, for hundreds of years, which is that there are differences. There are biological differences between men and women, and our laws reflect that. Well, it seems like common sense, and it doesn't seem like you should... <laughs> Should need the Supreme Court to decide it, but uh, that's where we are, I guess, right? <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> All right, Christiana Holcomb, thanks a lot for taking the time. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, meat lovers, Beef Jerky Outlet presents over 100 delicious ways to get your snack on. There's nothing slim about these big flavors. This is high-end quality gourmet jerky in more flavors than you've ever thought possible. From wild game to pepper and spice to sweet and savory, there's something for everyone. 
Flavors like honey jalapeno, Cajun barbecue beef brisket, sweet bourbon traditional, Asian sesame, teriyaki, cherry maple, and peppercorn smoked beef, just to name a few. With Father's Day coming up, this is a total no-brainer for the guy in your life. Visit BeefJerkyOutlet.com for fabulous gift ideas. Plus, check out their phenomenal selection of rubs, sauces, and marinades. Beef Jerky Outlet at Tanger Outlets in Washington and their brand new location at Grove City Outlets. Beef Jerky Outlet, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday right here on the John Stoggerwald Show. Check them out, beefjerkyoutlet.com. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on a to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. A couple of weeks ago, we had Rocky Blyer here to talk about his work with Miracle League in Moon Township. Fields for athletes with special needs. Jim Leland, the Pirates' former manager, is also involved in that project. Jim, thanks for being here. Great to be here, John. Great to talk to you. Tell me about the Miracle League of Moon Township. It's just a great thing for these kids, and it's a wonderful opportunity for people to participate. Some people are a little less fortunate than others, and I think it's just a great opportunity for people to volunteer and to help out and put a smile on somebody's face. I've seen the field that they put out in Upper St. Clair. It's amazing. Oh, it's unbelievable the way they construct these things they have the ramps and everything for the kids it takes a little stress off the parents i think it's what pittsburgh's all about it's just a great thing it'll serve montour west allegheny moon sewickley weirton steubenville beaver county and surrounding communities approximately 100 to 200 children will be eligible to participate and it'll also serve adults with special needs so it's a great cause and if you'd like to see how you can help maybe donate some money check it out at miraclesinmoon.org miraclesinmoon.org we'll be right back Share, like, comment, tweet. Are these foreign terms to your business? They may not be to your competition and the reason you're losing sales. Social media marketing is on the verge of dominating commerce. The right social media strategy can help you slay the competition and gain new customers. We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, we spent a lot of time here today talking about stupidity, um, and uh, I, I, I it was not my first choice. What I wanted to do was uh, try to find a local Democratic congressman, person, man in both cases that I tried, uh, to talk about how they feel about. Uh, the possibility of impeachment in light of what uh, Robert Mueller said yesterday. Um, and uh, unfortunately, these guys are Mike Doyle and um, Connor Lamb are the two I tried to get hold of. They're really hard to get a hold of. I've been asking Connor Lamb to be on the talk show now for about, I don't know, three or four months. And uh, no, not, not yet. He's a little too busy. Um, and so today... Um, I talked to Matt Dinkle. He's the uh, he's on the staff for Mike Doyle, and he told me that Mike was traveling. And but here's the thing that bothers me. What bothers me that I can't I can't get a statement from him. from Mike Doyle. He didn't have a statement. There was something on his website dated May 23rd, which is before Mueller spoke, and uh, he said Mike was uh, traveling. Which uh, I'll take him on take his for take him for his word on that. Um, he said he'd try to get back to me. That's fine with with a statement. 
But Connor Lamb's office, uh, his uh, publicist, uh, Aaron, the producer, sent him an email asking him for a statement. Just a statement. What's his stance on impeachment? I mean, it's kind of in the news a lot, you know, the last couple of days, all over cable news, that the, there are Democrats who uh, are in favor of impeachment. Shouldn't it, wouldn't it be news to find out what our local uh, Democratic congressmen, de- Democrats in the House of Representatives, would be thinking about it? Uh, can't get an answer. So uh, Aaron was sent an, uh, a response that uh, referred her to Conan, Connor Lamb's website and said, I think you'll get the answer here. And it was a statement from May the 23rd about Robert Mueller's uh, unredacted uh, report being released. Nothing to do whatsoever with what Robert Mueller said yesterday. But the other thing that bothered me was uh, when I talked to uh, Mike Doyle's guy, Matt, he said, I said, are the other, are the local, am I the only local guy who thinks this should be a story? He said, you're the only guy who called me, only person from any local outlet that contacted a local congressman to find out how he feels about impeaching the president of the United States, which is being openly discussed by people that are running for president on the Democratic ticket. Uh, and I can't get an answer. So I'm just telling you that's that's the way it is. How much time I got left, Darren? Uh, I only have a minute. I don't have time. to. I guess I don't have time to talk about MTV revealing its first sexually fluid uh, a uh, reality dating show. Uh, 16 singles will travel to Hawaii and hope this is a show that apparently is on. I didn't know MTV was still on. Uh, but uh, from coming out um, moments to exploring the intricacies of sexual and gender identity, this season of Are You the One aims to highlight par- powerful stories about what it means to find love as a sexually fluid individual. You can't get enough of that. And MTV apparently is still on the air or on it's on cable. I was going to – they talked about ghosting in here, and I didn't get a chance. I was going to ask Aaron about ghosting. I don't have time to ask you, do I? All right. Well, I'm going to – okay, I'm going to ask you – what's ghosting real quick? Ghosting real quick is uh, where you're in a relationship, either a friendship or a boyfriend-girlfriend, yeah. and they all of a sudden stop talking to you. They don't respond to texts. They don't respond oh. to calls. They're just gone, oh. and you don't know why. There's no reason why. Oh, okay. I've heard of that, but I didn't ever call it ghosting. But thank you, Aaron. And uh, that's the show for today. A lot of stupidity and a lot of good stuff, too. But uh, it's there's a lot of stupidity out there. It's, it's not hard to find. Put it that way. Let's talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.